of Dating with Nora. So a couple things before we start this week's episode. Number one, I hope the audio sounds a lot better because I got a new microphone and so far it's pristine and I'll be very upset if I listen and I can't tell a difference. So that is all. Number two, um, I'm going to be more so talking about a topic this episode and sharing um, a dating nightmare of my own um, because I think it's entertaining um, as a cautionary tale. And um, that is because next week I'm going to be having my first ever guest. Um, Her name is Katie. We met through TikTok. She makes very, very similar content to me. So we're going to be answering some questions from my viewers and her viewers. And there's also going to be video recording for this one. So it's all, all very exciting, all very new. I'm very excited for it. Um, But yes, so let's get into today's topic, which is dating red flags. I feel like there are so many of them and also they can be very personal. I know, what do they call it now? An ick? A dating ick? When somebody does something and you're like, oh, hell no, I'm not going to continue with this. Um, So we're going to kind of dive into that. And also, like I said, I'm going to be sharing a personal story as a cautionary tale. I've shared this story a while ago when I first started my TikTok. Um, I think I had like maybe 200 followers, so it's probably a new story for a lot of my viewers. So anyways, so like I said, dating red flags can be very personal because, you know, we're all our own individual people. Um, I have things that give me the ick about people. Um, I know I, I remember talking to uh, my son's father and we were talking about dating icks and stuff like that. And he was like, yeah, I was really into this one girl and like in love with her I really liked her and this was in like middle school or high school so preface that um but or he really liked her for for being his age and one day she came into class and she had armpits like sweat stains and I just was instantly unattracted to her and was never interested in her ever again and I think that's so funny that we can all have like different icks personally mine is um a huge one for me is when they can't spell words correctly in texting it's really like not that big of a deal and essentially not a red flag but it bothers me and it like turns me off really fast so that's what I mean by like dating x where it's just sometimes it doesn't make sense but sometimes you just you're just not into it anymore but to go back to the red flag portion and we'll go back to the x Um, what to look out for when dating around red flags, potential, I'm very, very big on potential, um, abusive behavior, aggressive behavior, immaturity, what to look for. So one of the main things that I always, always, always say, especially in my videos is in the beginning of a relationship, everybody is showing their best personality, right? They're putting their best foot forward. They're showing they're showing out 10 out of 10, they're being polite, their manners are on point, they're very attentive, they're trying to be the best they can be because they they want a relationship with you. So why wouldn't they be acting on their best behavior? If in the beginning stages of a relationship, they're already showing signs of ignoring you, signs of aggression, you catch them lying, um, they're dishonest about you know just seeing you, run okay because if that's their best foot forward hell no hell no that is a huge indication of how the rest of the relationship is gonna go for you and so hence comes 
my cautionary tale. So, and let me tell you, before I go into this, I know better now. I was a little younger, but I know better now. So anyways, so in 2020, I went through this huge breakup. Um, I was with this person for many, many years, and I was single for the first time in a very long time in my young adult life. Um, and I met this guy at a party. And you know how I said if somebody's acting out of pocket right off the bat and like run for the hills? Yeah, didn't listen for that advice. So I met him at a party. Um, I remember he came up to me. He was interested and then he wasn't interested and he would pretend I wasn't there and then he would come find me. Very hot and cold behavior. But of course, I was like an idiot. So I was like, whatever. Um, He asked for my number. And then so forth begins the journey and we're gonna call this man tony because i'm not gonna use his real name i used his real name in a tiktok video a long time ago so if you can find that congratulations but if not his name is tony so so uh tony was actually my best friend's boyfriend's best friend so that's how we all met we were in the same circle we all knew the same people and so he asked his friend to ask his girlfriend if we could all go on a double date would have been easier to text me which is also like kind of weird but we're not going to go into that so anyways long story short we end up going on this double date we go to an arcade um it was like a bar arcade area and you know we're having a good time everybody was getting along very well he seemed really fun i was like i'm digging it this guy's cute he's got a good personality so far and then we sit down to eat and he looks at me at the table in front of everybody and he was like you know what are you what are you looking for here and you know I had just got out of a long-term relationship so I was honest with him and I was like you know like nothing too serious but you know I'm not really the friends with benefits type of person I don't really know what I'm looking for from being honest but yeah that was my answer and he was like okay so I'm just looking for like to have some fun I'm just trying to keep things casual and you know that should have been a big indicator for me but like I said I was single for the first time since I was like 17 years old so I was I was trying to figure it out so I lied that's my bad I was like you know what I'm so good with that I should have been honest, but you know, I can take the blame for that one. And that's literally the only time, but (laughs) anyways, so flash forward, um, we're still texting, we're hanging out, we go on more dates and this is kind of where the trouble begins, right? So after we went on like a one-on-one date, he comes back to my apartment and you know, normally when you go back to somebody's apartment after a date, if you've been seeing someone for a while, you know, you might get down to the whatever and I was not on for that. I was really nervous. I hadn't been intimate with somebody new in a really long time. And so I told him that like we were drinking and stuff. And I was like, you know, I'm not really like, not really down for that. So if you, if you want to leave, you can leave. And he's like, no, I completely understand. So he spends the night, flash forward the next morning. Um, he asked if I wanted to go kayaking with him. And I was like, absolutely. Like, I don't like kayaking, but again, I was just like, whatever. So he's like, okay, well, I'm going to run home. I'm going to take a shower, change. I'm going to grab a cooler and pack some lunches and I'll be back here in like an hour and a half. I was like, cool. Sounds good. So 
I'm living my best life thinking that we're about to go on this really cute date. Um, an hour passes and I'm like, okay, he should be here soon. Then two hours pass and I'm like, maybe he's running late. Three hours pass and I'm like, I don't think this dude's about to show up. So I text him and I'm like, hey, if you need to do something else, that's fine. But I'd love to know so I can get on with my day and no response. And that's how the day goes. Literally no response from this man um, whatsoever. So I was like, you know, fair enough. Ghosting's a weird thing to do, but it happens and life goes on. So I was like really not invested at that point. So I was like, you know what, whatever. So we end up, I forget how, but we end up reconnecting in two weeks, two weeks or so, a couple weeks go by and the whole cycle starts over again. And to keep a long story short, this is essentially how our entire relationship was. We ended up making it official at some point, but nothing ever changed. Um, he would make plans and then he would ghost or he would never show up to the apartment. Um, he was very, very emotionally weird, very unstable, I would say. And this is what I mean by saying if somebody is showing out bad behavior in the very beginning of a relationship, get the hell out of there. Cause the way the story ends is actually cynically insane. Um, clinically insane wrong wrong phrasing there but um so anyways we're going back and forth we're going back and forth his birthday's coming up and he wants to go to las vegas so this is where it gets kind of kind of wild i can't believe this even happened to me but anyways so i'm like yeah i'm down to go to vegas like at this time me and my roommate um, both were like off work because of COVID because like 2020 was insane. And so we were getting unemployment. We were just staying home, staying low. And I was like, I have nothing, I have nothing better to do. So hell yeah, let's, let's go to Vegas. So he goes on Groupon and he finds all these things to do. I think it was like four wheel driving. We're going to go kayaking. There was like a helicopter ride or something, all this extravagant shit. And he texts me, he's like, here's the details. Like I'm really excited. So your half of the trip is going to be $850. Now that's a lot of freaking money. And I didn't question it because I was like a hotel and all these activities. I should have questioned it, but I didn't. And that's my fault. So anyways, so I sent him the money and I'm like, did you get it? And he's like, yeah, I got it. Perfect. I can't wait, babe. And I was like, I can't wait either. Um, if you can't guess how the end of this section of the story goes, um, we ended up getting into an argument that he started. Um, and then he uninvited me to the trip and told me that he promises that I'm going to get my money back. So me being naive, I was like, perfect. Like, I'll just get a little refund. My heart kind of hurts, but you know, it is what it is. It's a week before the trip. That means a month has gone by. No refund. No word from him. So I, I sent him a little, a little request on Cash App because I'm like, maybe he forgot. May I just want to remind the audience. This is when um, I didn't know all the life lessons I know now. So it's about to be a rocky story. But I know better now. And I just wanted to, I want to reiterate that. <laughs> 
I know how stupid I was at this time. But anyway, so I cash up request him immediately text me. Uh, he texts me. He's like, I just got your cash app request. I promise I'm going to pay you back. You know, Groupon's being a little difficult. They said I should have a refund in seven to 10 business days. I'm so sorry. I would just pay you out of pocket, but you know, my car just broke down and I just had to spend $750 on that. Pay attention to that number. I just had to pay $750. So I really can't afford to pay out of pocket, but I promise you I'm not a thief. Okay. So a little irritated, but I was like, Okay, have a safe trip. Have fun. So the day comes of the trip, which was seven to ten business days later. And not a word. And I'm, you know, keeping up on Snapchat because, of course, I am. And I see that he brought a girl who he told me not to worry about instead of me. And they're doing all the activities that we had booked and you know, he's posting everything on Snapchat. So I'm like, okay, well, I've been bamboozled at this point. Um, definitely been bamboozled. I'm not getting a money back. I'm not getting a cent back. So uh, I just assumed that he used that money to keep the trip and just took another girl and set. So I was like, whatever. At this point, very irritated, very angry. So I ignore it. You know, when they say they always come back, they always come back. <laughs> I promise you. Cause I thought like we were done. So, right. Like I thought that that was it for us. And the day that he comes back from the trip, he messages me and he's like, I was thinking about you the whole time while we were on the trip. I'm so sorry. I'm so stupid. Like, is there anything I can do to make it up to you? Ladies and gentlemen, you are correct. I was dumb and I let him come over. So he comes over, we start the whole cycle again. Did not get money back. Nothing crazy happened. We just ended up getting back together for a little bit. Until one night, about a month later, where everything made sense to me. And this is where it's about to make sense for all you two, you guys too. Um, so here we go. So I wanted him to meet my friends. So I invited him out to go clubbing with us in Atlanta because at the time I was still into clubbing. Can't imagine doing that now. But anyways, so first of all, he's like two hours late. Red flag. Um, I mean, red flag in abundance, but <laughs> it was definitely annoying. So he's two hours late and he shows up and he's drunk. And I was like, you know, whatever. So. He meets my friends. My friends don't like him right off the bat just because they know the history. And also they don't like him in person. And they made that very clear. So I was like, you know, fair enough. So we're chilling, we're drinking, and we decide to go to another bar. And we Uber to the other bar. Everything's good, except that he starts hitting on women as soon as I go to the restroom. And my friend sees. And then he tries to talk shit to my friend about her boyfriend that they were with and such a mess anyways they decided to go back home him and I were very intoxicated so I was like I'm not comfortable getting in a car with you um so let's let's book a hotel up here and a cheap hotel whatever we can find and make it work and he's like okay sounds good so this is where the this is where the trouble happens so we go to a gas station and he makes a comment like oh my god my ex is blowing up my phone she's so annoying I can't believe yada 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 you best believe I went through that phone, okay? I believe in trust and 
that you shouldn't go through your partner's phone if you have a healthy, trusting relationship. However, we obviously did not. So I went through that phone and it all made sense in that moment. His ex indeed was not texting him crazy like he said she was. They just broke up a week ago. So that means every time he ghosted me, it's because he was with his girlfriend. And yes, I did com- get confirmation of this because I did talk to her afterwards because I did tell on him indeed um, after the fact. But yeah, so they had just broken up a week ago and they were together for something crazy, like two or three years. So I was again bamboozled by this man. You're telling me that I was a side girl this entire time? I should have pieced it together, but I didn't, and that's fine. So anyways, he gets back to the car, and I bring it up. And the first thing that he says is, why do you always have to ruin everything? This is a common phrase that when I have one-on-one sessions with people that toxic or manipulative people use, they deflect, and they turn it around on you, right? And when you're in these relationships, you're like, makes sense. Like, I'm such an idiot, but... When you're out of them, you're like, wow, that was not my fault. (laughs) So anyways, so I'll go back to that. But he was like, I can't believe you always ruin everything. Like we were having such a good night. Why'd you have to go through my phone and ruin everything? I could go on, but you get the gist, okay? I never did get the money back that he stole from me. And... I actually made somewhat friends with the girl that he was dating at the time. She was the sweetest person in in the entire world. Like she was so nice and she genuinely just wanted answers and best believe I gave them to them. Okay. I gave every single answer. I sent screenshots. I did what I needed to do because women stick by women and fuck Tony, you know? So, so we, stopped talking after that um and it was really really shitty situation but in the long run there were so many red flags beforehand that I ignored that I could have gotten myself out of the situation to begin with like it did not need to be what it was if I had just watched and known the red flags for this type of person. Um, and I left a lot out, okay? This man was deranged, okay? He had the most bizarre temper in the entire world. Like, I don't think I've met anybody as bizarre as him. Like, he was rude to, like, waiters and like even the hotel staff member that helped us check into our hotel that night she couldn't find our reservation because we had booked like 20 minutes ago so obviously it takes time to get into the system and he started like screaming at her like not not just being rude like like screaming at her I've never seen anything like it and and then would just go back to being a regular person like he was so bizarre and he would do that to me too like he was screaming at me and making everything my fault when obviously it wasn't but very bizarre person but I I don't want y'all don't need to hear that and you get the gist so um let's talk about some of the red flags from that story that that uh you can look out for number one 
like I said, and I'm just going to repeat myself. If somebody is showing out in the be- very beginning of your relationship, get the fuck out of there, okay? Like I said, they should be putting their best foot forward. They should be trying to impress you. They should be trying to make the best version of themselves for you because they want to get to know you. They want to be in a relationship with you. And if they're not doing that, mm-mm, get out of there. Number two, not being consistent. Okay. Like obviously, how was I to know that he had a whole, whole ass girlfriend? That's obviously not the situation that you ever think you're going to find yourself in. But even if there was no girlfriend, the inconsistency was insane. I mean, she was his girlfriend for two or three years and he acted the same exact way with her. Like he was so unreliable of a person. And I always talk about like wanting the bare minimum from people. But if you're having to beg somebody to see you, text you, call you, like it's so not worth your time. It's never... You know, nobody looks back at the end of their life and been like, oh my God, I wish I gave the person who wouldn't take two seconds out of their day to say hello to me more time. Like nobody thinks that way. Like those people don't even come up to your mind. I'm pretty sure at the end of the day, like if somebody's not putting effort in to see you and treat you as like a human being and respect your emotions and respect that you know they say that they're into you and so you're into them and they know that if they don't contact you it's gonna hurt your feelings if they don't give a fuck about that don't give a fuck about them okay if I had taken this advice in 2020 when this was happening could have saved myself about a thousand dollars and a lot of heartbreak um so somebody being unreliable in the in the very beginning of a relationship, hell no. It's there's no reason for it. That should the beginning of the relationship should be I won't say the most exciting, but like, you know, butterflies and just exhilarating and getting to know a new person. It should be a very, very happy time. You shouldn't be like crying or freaking out if he's gonna text you back. It should be a blissful, beautiful moment. There shouldn't be huge arguments or you questioning yourself or you begging for their attention. Like if that's at the very beginning of your relationship, it's not going to work out. And if it does, you're going to be in hell for the entirety of the relationship. Just trust me. And not even just talking about this little story I just told you guys um, of young me being dumb, but just in general, you know, I've dated people that, that don't have like empathy (laughs) or like that didn't put me as a priority in the relationship. And even though, yeah, you can technically say we made it past the talking stage and we made it official and we were together for however long, it was still hell the entire relationship because constantly I was trying to prove my self-worth to them. Constantly I was trying to prove my love to somebody that I was worthy of their of their affection and love and you shouldn't have to convince anybody that you're worth their time or love or affection that's crazy and it's something I didn't really think about until um until I got out of certain situations where I was like damn that was pretty black and white (laughs) that person pretty much didn't care about me at all And if I had paid attention to the red flags, it could have saved me a lot of time. Um, Another red flag for me personally is 
lying. Um, there was obviously a lot of lying in that relationship that I just talked about. But again, it really all stems back to the first month or two of getting to know someone is so important. And if they're acting out, it's just so, it's just so not worth it. I promise you. Like, I have so many stories that I could talk about, which I'm not going to make you sit through. <laughs> that it's just, when I look back at it, like I said, it's so black and white. And it's like, why was I putting up with that? Why was I letting myself feel so bad about this situation when this person didn't give a shit about me? Like, this person really didn't care. Um, and, you know, sometimes we want to settle because we really think this person's attractive or we really are just getting so excited at the thought of being loved that we're willing to, like, set aside the red flags that we see. We're willing to set aside some standards that that we have for ourselves and relationships that we want um, for the sake of having this person in our lives. We're willing to set aside things that make us uncomfortable because this person wants to do them that's just not a way to have a relationship somebody that is meant for you and is your life partner or husband or wife or boyfriend girlfriend etc they are going to do everything that they can to make you feel loved to make you feel special to sit down and have a conversation with you and actually listen to the things that are bothering you within the relationship because they want to change that because they want to make sure you feel heard in the relationship. It's it's so crazy to me that that sometimes we feel that asking for the bare minimum people is asking for too much. And it's not. It's not asking too much for someone to treat you decently. It's literally the bare minimum for asking for someone to stay in communication with you, to listen to your not complaints but listen to your the things that are bothering you and just hear you out and make changes because they want to ensure that you stay in their life so they're going to make sure that they do everything they can to make you feel loved and cherished you know so even though that was like kind of a I I, I would say funny now because it's funny now it wasn't then but even though you know I make fun and and make it kind of humorous it is so important to understand the value that you hold and to not compromise that ever just because you want somebody in your life um it's never worth losing yourself or compromising on things you want or your standards when it comes to dating it's never that deep and i always i don't want to say people are replaceable but do you know how many people are in the world (laughs) You know how many human beings are on this planet or even in, you know, I'm, I live in the United States. Um, even in this country, if you live in the United States, you know how many people there are, you're going to tell me you're going to settle for the man that can't text you back, won't call you when he says he will, or if you're already in a relationship, won't listen to your basic human needs. You think there's no one better out there for you? come the fuck on there definitely is and it's worth the wait to have that connection with someone that's genuine and true and makes you feel validated and loved like there's always this fear that you're never gonna find someone better right like when you're in a relationship 
And, you know, red flags aren't just for the beginning of a relationship. You can have red flags throughout a five-year relationship. And you notice these things and you push them off because you're afraid that you're not going to find anybody better. You're not going to be able to find a connection like you did with this person. Such bullshit. You always are going to be loved. You're always going to find someone to love you. We got to stop ignoring these red flags, guys. We got to stop pushing them to the side and stop acting like, well, it's okay. Maybe they'll change because there's no guarantee that these red flags are going to change. Something I always say in my one-on-one sessions with clients is if I, I ask them to make a list of the things they love about their partner and the things that they could change about their partner if they could. And I say, if you got a guarantee today that none of those things would change would you go back to them like would you get would you still want to get back together with your ex as much as you do now and nine out of ten times they're like fuck no there's your answer dude (laughs) there's your answer if you if if you knew that they were never going to change the red flags that they that they're showing you right now ever till the day you die fuck no nobody would sign up for that so why are you wasting years with this person just because you love them you know like love isn't enough red flags are very serious and like I know we make jokes about them and we make jokes about icks and stuff but genuinely it's so important to pay attention and and to put yourself first. And if you don't like how someone's treating you or you don't like the red flags that someone's showing you, get up on out of there. We got to go. We got to peace out. It's okay. Um, but yeah, I just wanted this week's episode to be a little, I wanted to, you know, share a little embarrassing story of myself because, you know, I'm always, as a relationship and dating coach, I'm always giving people's advice and, you know, I've made bad decisions in my life too when it comes to relationships and sometimes I still do. Um, so when I give advice, it comes from a place of being like, I've been there. I've been the dumbass. I've been the one absolutely in love, like way over my head where I just throw all my standards and red flags out the window. You know, like I, I still struggle with it and I, I still, still have so many funny stories of where I've been acting like that so I just wanted to share a story with you so you knew like you guys that asked me advice I've I've been there too and it's and it's not fun but that's why I feel like you know when you're out of it you can really see it clearly and give advice and so yeah that was just the point of this episode was to kind of have a little bit more of a light-hearted discussion and and share crazy story with you about one of the worst men I've ever met in my entire life and why red flags are so important to me um but next week we do have a ton of questions we're going to be going through it's going to be a little bit longer of an episode um I am going to have a guest as well I'm so excited for that um we are going to be uploading to you know as usual Spotify Apple Podcasts but also YouTube um we're going to be doing that as well so you can watch it if you want um but yeah I'm very very excited if you want to enter a question we still have a couple slots open um you can send an email to datingbynora at gmail.com 
or you can comment on my TikTok or social media. My TikTok is Nora13 three underscores. Don't ask me why it's so long of a username. Or you can send me a message on Instagram. Um, and then I'm going to be linking Katie's social medias as well. Her TikTok is keeping up with Katie 2.0. Um, so go ahead and check her out there. If you have a question you want to send to her, go ahead and do that. But anyways, I hope you guys have a wonderful weekend. Remember, don't ignore red flags. Please don't ignore red flags. I promise you, promise you, they're there for a reason. Um, and yeah, I will see you guys next week. Bye.